0: We've lost some sports legends in plane crashes over the decades, and first off, although it was a helicopter crash, I want to mention Kobe Bryant off the top, but plane accidents have taken from us baseball immortals like Roberto Clemente, Thurman Munson, and more recently, Roy Halladay, as well as golfer Payne Stewart, and the entire Russian hockey team Lokomotiv. There have been so many, too many to list them all here. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History from the Weather Network in Canada. Today, we remember the tragic loss of NASCAR champion and team owner, Alan Kulwicki, This Day in Weather History. It's been an unbelievable shock. I mean, this is the second day now uh, after it's happened. Sun came out, I mean, made everything feel a little better around here, but I mean, yesterday, boy, I tell you, it was a bad deal, and it's going to be bad for a long time. Whatever went wrong apparently happened fast, so fast that air traffic controllers never got an indication of a problem. The transporter that carried Alan's car has made its final lap, and the checkered flag has fallen for the final. On the evening of April 1st, 1993, the world lost a great driver and team owner when Alan Kulwicki was killed in an aviation accident when the Swearingen Merlin 3 twin turboprop he was flying crashed near Blountville, Tennessee, while on approach to the nearby Tri-Cities Regional Airport. Three days from today, this day in weather history, was the April 4th running of the 1993 Food City 500. Kulwicky was on his way to the speedway from a promotional appearance in Knoxville, Tennessee. And then this is where it goes from sad beyond belief to stupid beyond belief. The investigation into the case of the accident that took place later revealed it was human error. Guess why? Ice on the wings. Apparently it was determined that the pilot failed to operate the engine inlet anti-ice system properly. And with that, I have now covered three tragedies from plane crashes that could have been avoided if only the de-icing would have been taken seriously Now i've got a lot more on this but first welcome to year two of this podcast right now you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider but there's also the daily podcast video short they're shot right here in my podcast recording studio so you get that perspective but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history so after listening to the full story go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history all right now what happened visibility was poor and that is just the start of it the thing is the pilot received two weather briefings during the course of that day's pre-flight routine In those sessions, ATC or air traffic control pointed to a low pressure system at the lower levels of atmosphere that was packing moisture. The temperature at that altitude was supportive of freezing, so the officers alerted the pilot of the distinct possibility of icing on the wings during flight. In the airspace over the flight path, this is exactly what unfolded. The observation station at Nashville, Tennessee was the closest site to Tri-City Airport and it was reporting a freezing level of less than 1,200 meters or around 4,000 feet. Furthermore, the cloud base climbed from 1,200 meters to higher than 5,000 meters. There was definitely some turbulence in there with updraft in this towering cloud deck. The ice formed and froze, but the pilot failed to compensate and the plane crashed, killing everyone on board. Alan Dennis Kulwicki, who was also known by his peers as Special K and Polish Prince, was not just the driver, he was also The team owner, Kulwicki won at the 1992 Winston Cup Championship, and the headlines the next day was all about how that was the closest margin of victory in NASCAR history. Since all of that, he's gone on to be inducted into numerous racing halls of fame, along with being recognized as one of NASCAR's all-time 50 greatest drivers. Lost too soon, this day in weather history. As long as racing continues, and as long as men seek and find the American dream, we will always remember Alan Kowicki. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me, and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system, and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there. Very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is April 2nd, and with spring in the air, we turn our attention back again to the terrible tornado. Our story will look back to the year 1957, when ironically enough, the top song on the Billboard Top 50 that year was Elvis Presley's All Shook Up. Are you catching the parallel? Because that's what befell the people of Dallas, Texas in the throes of a powerful tornado. On this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.